It's time for this week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential Show here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Tonight's in-depth look at area high school basketball is powered by the Army ROTC at the University of Illinois, developing its students the skills they need to lead themselves and others to success. Now, here are your hosts, Colin Likas and Jim Rosso. Happy Blizzard Week. <laughs> How about that? And to celebrate the incoming snowfall, we've given Colin Likas the week off. All right. He's our preps editor is celebrating by uh, sne- uh, snow skiing, right? Yeah, he's snowboarding. Col- yeah, we gave him the week off, yeah. a little vacation. He's supposed to be back here on Wednesday, Jim, but okay. he might have to snowboard yeah. back to Champaign. Does, sounds like uh, that's what's in store. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. That's Matt Daniels, pinch hitting tonight, our sports editor, our award winning sports editor who raced over here from the Esquire. How'd that go? Good. I only ran one yellow light on the okay. way back down Neal Street. So I, As, made it, I made it here in time. We'll be here for the next hour. Uh, we got some special guests tonight. One who's in the studio already. We're not going to let him talk, though, for like five <laughs> minutes. That's Sonny you Walker. He, you, mean per- he, you mean he has to listen to us? Yes, he does. That's his penalty. That's his payment, I mean. Uh, Sonny Walker, uh, the pride of Centennial, uh, part of a great back-to-back Big 12 champions in studio to talk about next week's big event. Let's hope the weather cooperates, right? Uh, Coleman Caradine night at uh, the Centennial Gym, which will be named after Coleman. His letters are up there already, so we'll get uh, uh, Sonny's thoughts on that and uh, basketball in general. Uh, Matt, this weather is already kind of messing things up. A lot of games, Central, for Mm -hmm. instance, was uh, on tap to have a big Hall of Fame kind of ceremony. On Tuesday night. And that game's canceled already. Yeah, they're supposed to play Morton. Uh, The Potters were supposed to come over from Central Illinois. And and like Jim said, that game's game's canceled already. And I've seen a number of games, uh, game times being moved up for Tuesday night, whether they're not having a junior varsity game or uh, only playing limited uh, minutes in the quarters to try to get the varsity games in before. Uh, the snow apocalypse uh, descends upon uh, central Illinois, but uh, kind of unfortunate because there are some some interesting games on, on Tuesday night in the boys basketball. Say a lot of girls basketball games going on tonight, and you know February's here, and uh, it means especially this season, even more so in past seasons, that the postseason's right around the corner, and mm-hmm. it'll be here uh, before we know it. Seeds come out later this week for girls basketball across the state. Same thing next week for boys basketball, and everyone's got to remember too, and it's an adjustment for me as well that there's going to be a new. Form format this year with the state tournament everything's being pushed up a week so all four classes for both boys and girls are all going at the same time with the postseason to kind of culminate with a, a new three-day format that the IHSA is unveiling for both the boys and girls basketball state tournaments can't wait for that of course the boys return to the Champaign-Urbana uh, in March uh, we'll have a uh, some special uh, coverage uh, coming up that Matt is going to kind of coordinate Matt you want to in a minute or so, kind of sum up what <laughs> some of your big ideas. Uh, well, uh, we, there's 735 high school boys basketball programs in the state of Illinois that are going to participate in, in the postseason this year. And what we're attempting to do is we're trying to get as much historical knowledge as we can of all 735 high schools. And, and with that is we're looking for the leading score, all-time leading score for the programs, Uh all-time winningest coach if they have any ties to the University of Illinois and also what's really cool about this too and I've we've got probably over 150 submissions so far is we're asking schools to send photos of their gym Mm. and their uniforms as well so just their jersey tops so a lot of cool gyms uh, out there Please report both Centennial and Champaign Central and a number of schools in our coverage area have already helped out with this this massive undertaking. But uh, really looking forward to it. Really excited to see what the, the finished product looks like. All right. I'm going to get on Sonny's bad side why he still can't get on the microphone. <laughs> and I'm going to say Combs Gym, of course, is Champaign's coolest gym. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's got its, right. it's got its ch- charm. Uh, I'm sure Sonny might have some different opinions than, than you uh, on, on that gym. But Centennial, too, it, it's, it's a... It's an interesting setup there, and I haven't been over there since the renovations, and they've got two gyms there and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But Centennial has hosted some some great games over yeah. the years, had some great teams, great players. There's a lot of history in that. It doesn't have just aesthetically the look that Combs does, and I'm really glad that the Maroons are still playing in Combs Gym uh, after all the renovations that went on at Central too. But a lot of history in both schools, and, and as Sonny can attest to as well, and, and Jim, you've been there before, and I've covered, been fortunate enough to cover some great Centennial Central games. When that place is packed over at Centennial, I mean, there's no better atmosphere in, in mm-hmm. high school basketball. Yeah. Um, Chargers, of course, won a state title, so they got that edge 
on my maroons. Well, Champagne right. High won one back in the day yeah, in 1946. Right, right, but never a central. No, never a central. And the uh, Russell boys did not Ted get Beach, it to Ted Beach, Ted Beach will object to that, Jim. Yeah, so, sorry, Ted. <laughs> Ted lives in my neighborhood. He'll probably knock on my door tomorrow before it snows <laughs> and set me straight. Anyway, we're here till uh, 7 o'clock. That's when uh, Brad Underwood uh, takes over from Papa Dell's. Is that right? All right, he's back in town. Sure, Dave Leake says. Yes, <laughs> Dave Leake's our per- the pride of Decatur. Says yes, that's what's going to happen. And uh, we'll have our... UI Army ROTC Player of the Week. We'll uh, announce that uh, shortly before 7 o'clock tonight. We let Matt pick it this week, and uh, I know who it is. It's a Champaign County girl. There's my clue. There, right. there you go. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not going to give any more away, Jim. They have to <laughs> listen till the end. Hopefully we'll get to uh, uh, honor our uh, uh, kid from Bement, the Sarah Gordon, on Wednesday night. We may have to alter that plan uh the f- forecast is yeah true. connor brown from saragorda Bement will b- turn into one of the best small school players in, in the state of illinois this year every game that he plays for the broncos he's capable of putting up 30 40 points uh, and, and they've had had quite the season they're on the cusp of 20 wins right now and uh, they've been ranked before this season in the class 1a associated press state poll they received votes last week they knocked off tuscola earlier this year so a big win for them and uh, he's put up some monster games for for the broncos and uh, definitely a, a name to keep an eye on as the postseason uh, is about to tip off in two weeks all right tell you what so uh, we're going to take our first break right now so we can get sunny on the air and have him dispute much of what we just said <laughs> does that sound all right all right we'll be back uh, with the ui army rotc show after this this week's fighting illini army rotc high school prep basketball confidential continues now on news talk 1400 and 93.9 fm and light rock 97.5 608 Jim Rosso, Matt Daniels, Dave Leak. Happy to welcome in Sonny Walker, one of my favorite players uh, in my long time here at Champaign. Came to um, Champaign in 93, started uh, throwing on the basketball beat, and uh, at that time, the Chargers of Sonny Walker and Anthony F- uh, Figueroa and Calico. Carvel Ammons, uh, that team mm-hmm. uh, was in the midst of uh, uh, putting back-to-back titles uh, on the board, which is hard to do in the Big 12. Well, especially, especially, especially then, uh, right. conference titles. I, I feel they've kind of weaned, w- waned in some of their importance over the years, but back in back in the early 90s, I mean, that was that was a huge, uh, huge part of the season. All right, Sonny, could you put 15 up uh, a game <laughs> today? Yeah, if I'm sitting in the corner <laughs> and not having to run up and down the court, but I can do 15. That's only that's right. only five threes. I do that. <laughs> Sonny Walker now is uh, is in the administration of Unit Four. He is the dean of students at Edison Middle School. Uh, all my kids got to go there, and and they didn't want to see the dean, did they? No. At that point, no. tell me what no. the dean means. Every time I go to a classroom, the class gets quiet. Everybody's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> if I call a kid's name, I immediately have to tell them if they're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. Uh, that's great. Um, but no, I love it. Love my kids. Love the interactions I have with them. Uh, my staff's great. Um, parents are super supportive. So it's been great. All right, big week uh, for Sonny and many of his former teammates. Uh, next Tuesday, in fact, a week from tomorrow, uh, at Centennial High School, uh, Central is in town for the uh, ceremony of naming a gym of a man who meant a lot to you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Coleman Carradine, uh, who originally started at Central um, and came over at a time with uh, a lot of race stuff going on and Took over as head coach at Centennial. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't I don't know too many black coaches that was in the area, um, but uh, he he paved the way and shaped everything for us. Um, still a lot of values and stuff. Uh, so great man. So uh, long time coming, and mm-hmm. we're we're excited about it. Coleman but, passed away in 2017, yes. I do believe, uh, the first African American coach in Centennial history. Yeah, and I've only been here since uh, since 2013, but I had the pleasure of talking to Coleman. <sighs> couple years before his passing and and he was just so gracious with his time i think i was looking back at the the 1984 centennial team that he led to assembly hall in the state tournament and uh you know really couldn't get him off the phone he just kind of wanted to keep talking and (laughs) and reliving those days and and again it was just so so gracious with his time and and my wife too she was a she's a centennial grad class of 2000 she remembers coach caradine and uh just everything that he kind of embodied and um, I guess, Sonny, for you, what was your first first memory, first introduction <laughs> to, to Coach Carradine? I don't know if I can say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, obviously he, he taught PE for a number of years, so that was my first 
you know, really running with them. I had seen them. I had watched uh, guys like Kabliko Bowie and mm-hmm. a bunch of those guys before. So I was really looking forward to coming to Centennial. Um, and uh, my dad had been trying to prepare me for tryouts. And I'm telling you, I've never did so many much running in my <laughs> life. Um, but um, funny story, um, we, we did the trials. Everybody tried out together. And my name wasn't on the list. And so – uh, I'm looking around like, what's going on? So I go into his office and ask him, Coach, was, uh, you didn't keep me? I'm like, what's going on? And he was like, Walker, your name's not on the list? I was like, no. <laughs> and he went and checked the list and went back. He was like, oh, no, you're with varsity. You're, you're with us, 8 o'clock Ooh. in the morning. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, here, here's a skinny freshman coming in, no, not expected to play any varsity minutes. And and that was like our first <laughs> really – in-depth talk with a uh, great guy. So I'm man. sure you slept well that night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After that. All right. Coleman was quite a player himself, but what you told me earlier was you wouldn't have known it because he wasn't the guy who would brag or pound his chest or anything like that. Super, super humble. Um, and we had heard stories about him, um, like Mount Vernon area. Um, and uh, when Anthony Figueroa and I went to Chicago State, we played at Western against Western Illinois. And was able to watch like we, you know, they had the the trophies and things like mm-hmm. that of all his records. We couldn't believe it. We immediately called him after we after the game and, and was like, <laughs> "Coach, like you're really that good." And, you know, he he's just so humble. He you know he would admit it to your face like that. But great guy. All right, Tuesday night uh, again. A, a week from Tuesday night, we'll be at halftime of the Central Centennial mm-hmm. game uh, at Centennial, and they'll re- his his name is on the doors leading to the gym. Yes, who's all going to be there? Yeah. Uh, from my knowledge, um, of course, Anthony Figueroa, Coleco Bowie, um, Jason uh, Caradine's son, his daughter Charlotte's coming. Um, I was told that um, Roger McClendon would be there um, and then some other guys if they could make it. Hopefully we get a nice crowd of alum that's coming. Uh, I know another guy, Mike McRae, some other guys mm-hmm. that play with me. So, All right, best Coleman Caradine story you can tell. Uh, that, uh, again, uh, suitable for the <laughs> – the family audience that, that tunes into this UI Army well, ROTC show. Everybody's going to say every time he talked, he said minus five, but that wasn't a funny story to me. The funniest story, um, I can't remember who we were playing, uh, but we were down and we had to tie the game up. Uh, Coach Karen and I drew up a play. This was in 93-94, uh, my junior year. Uh, so the play was drawn up. We're playing, and there was supposed to be a pass to somebody at the free throw line to catch it. Well, the pass was overthrown because whoever threw it was super excited, and it bounced off the backboard. Coach Caroline got so upset, he turned around and started walking up the bleachers in the middle of the game. Game wasn't over. And so the ball bounced off the backboard. I get it. I put it in, tie the game up. Everybody's going crazy. Coach Caroline don't know what's going on because he's so upset. He come down the stairs. He was like, what What happened? Was like, well, Sonny put the ball in after he got the rebound. And he was like, oh, okay, let's go. And then he just <laughs> started drawing it up for overtime. But, yeah. Uh Sonny, what was it like uh, for you as a player at Centennial in, in those days in the early to mid-90s when you knew the Chargers were going to play the Crosstown Rivals, the Maroons from Champaign Central? Uh, man, for me, if you if you couldn't get energy enough for that Crosstown game, you wasn't ready to play. Um, we just prepared all week. We knew what it, what was at stake. It wasn't a lot of strategies. It was just who was going, who was going to grind it out, who was going to be the toughest, who was going to give the most most energy and effort. Uh, so for us, we just didn't, we didn't want to lose. Um, of course, we knew all those guys across the way back then, and we're all friends now. But mm-hmm. then we weren't, um, and, and it was what it was. But it was just fun, man. Um, you know, I played in standing room only, and like you said, it was nothing like being a Centennial with a packed house of two thousand plus in there. 93, 94, 95, Of course, Urbana was really good mm-hmm. then too, mm-hmm. with Osh Knox and oh, those yeah. guys, and uh, seeing those three teams every time you played was a packed house maybe not that way uh this year but um tell me this did the i know you were an assistant coach for a long mm-hmm. time did the head coaches get along <laughs> because they, when my kids played at central i always saw the post-game handshake and it just uh, never looked like uh, coach finky and coach lavin or i am going I to this. plead the fifth on that one i'm not getting nobody in coach trouble davis coach lavin never we, just, we we always shook hands that's all i can say my uh my favorite one well, my favorite Central Centennial memory this happened for Wayne McLean's first and only season uh, at Central. It was his first game at Combs. And to this day, I still remember the JV player. He's a freshman, then Walker Stillman eventually mm-hmm. became quarterback at Central and good athlete. He had a three point in a JV game 
to send it to overtime and I'm covering it. It's a packed house at Combs and I'm thinking, oh great, the JV game's going to overtime so that means the varsity game's going to start later so story's got to hurry up. Well, then the varsity game goes three triple overtime <laughs> ends at like 10, 25 but Wayne McLean was so, like just like Coach Carey and I, was so gracious, sought, sought me out right yeah. after the game, knew I had to frantically talk to him and, and get a story in the paper the next day but that was a, a great atmosphere. Michael Finke, mm-hmm. his senior year at Centennial, mm-hmm. uh, Cam Rowan at Central, mm-hmm. Sean Scuggs, it was just a, it was an electric atmosphere and, and those those moments you just encapsulate and, and it just it's such a that's what makes high school basketball so great is just those, those rivalry games those big time atmospheres when guys are just landing on the line and I'm sure that was like it for for you and your teammates Sonny absolutely um, man if you if you weren't at the JV game by halftime you wouldn't get in I used to have to turn my phone off so people wouldn't text me to try to get in and I'm in the middle of coaching the game but yeah, like you said, it, it's nothing like it, man. Just the crowd. It seemed like the lights were brighter. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just super, super amped, but loved it. All right, for those who don't know, Sonny was a baller, by the way. All right, he was all Big 12, all area. Went to – signed with Chicago State first, right? Yep. Wound up at South Dakota yeah, wound State. Up, wound up at South Dakota State, played right. with Scott Nagy, another Centennial mm-hmm. alum. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. And he – uh, came back and coached uh, with uh, the Chargers and won a state title. Yes. I guess uh, that's a moment not a lot of kids get to enjoy. No. Uh, tell me about that trip. Super, super special. Um, we knew we had a special team from the moment school started when they got done their junior year with James Kenny, Ravante Rice, mm-hmm. uh, Bryce's David Johnson, Jordan, Jordan Johnson. Uh, who else do we have? Jeff Johnson. Jeff Johnson. Uh, Josh Piper. Josh Piper was a sophomore. Uh, Ty O'Neal, a bunch of guys. Um, but it was just special, man. Um, that group was always locked in no matter what. When the, when the ball went up, it was it was go time. Um, super, super competitive class. Um, it's, it's hard to get a group like that again. First memory of Ravante Rice at all for you? Uh, I've known him since he was little. Um, but when I got back from school, um, him just asking me to come watch him play. And, and – you just see this big man child just destroying guys. Mm-hmm. Um, when he when 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 he's locked in, he's locked in. It's it's you know I haven't seen a kid just score like that at any R- given moment. Rivante, an Edison kid, yeah, uh, right. Another played, Edison guy played yep. the ball there. Wound up at Centennial and yep. did uh, uh, big things uh, as a high school player and still today absolutely uh, is playing. Absolutely, um, great kid. He always texts me on my birthday. Um, That's great. So love love loved all those kids to death. All right, uh, there's another the kid with some Champaign-Urbana ties, Kylan Boswell, uh, mm-hmm. one of the best juniors in the nation, playing yes. out in, um, I think, Arizona, Arizona right now, right? Prep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, spent time in Champaign-Urbana until middle school. Yeah, former Urbana you know, middle school star. W- what do you know about him, and uh, what uh, what do you think his next move might be? Man, hard-working kid. And I've seen some hard-working kids in my uh, time. Uh, Michael Finke, Tim Finke. Tim, Tim Finke worked extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to come to our camps all the time. Um, but Kylan is just a different level of of competitiveness and just working hard and perfecting his craft. Uh, super proud of the kid. Um, any chance I get to talk to him, I just tell him keep grinding. Hmm. Sky's the limit for him. Yeah. We mentioned earlier that the the state tournaments coming back to to Champaign, where I believe it's rightfully should have been all these these years. What was it like for you growing up in Champaign and, and knowing that was kind of the carrot at the end, especially when you were in high school? It, I mean, that's where we wanted to go. You know, back in those days, you didn't you didn't you didn't get to go to well, it's State Farm Center now, <laughs> but it was Assembly Hall. Mm-hmm. You didn't get to go in there unless you were watching the line. Mm-hmm. You know, where you watched those guys or the Globe Trotters or when the Chicago Bulls came down, mm-hmm. like you just wanted to be on the floor. So that was that was always our goal. Um, basketball today, uh, Sonny, uh, uh, Champaign-Urbana teams uh, not doing too bad, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. What will it take to uh, get one of those teams back to a level where they might be contending for a, a, a state bid? Is it, uh, is it the younger uh, kids? You still see the drive there with basketball? I think it's just different. Um, you know, back in my day, we played all the time. We played outside, basketball outside. Um it's a lot of technology now. Um, I'm not gonna say it's good or bad, but you know it's just different. So instead of going outside playing ball, you can play a video game. Um, it's gonna take a lot of dedication, a lot of effort, um, a lot of sacrifice, and I don't think you know a lot of kids really understand that, right? Like, so um, it, it, it could happen. I think we have some some talent in the town. Uh, we've always had talent in the mm-hmm. town, but um, it's just how bad you want it. 
teammate of yours who's a staple too in in champaign urbana basketball and anthony figueroa yeah. hard to believe he's in his 10th season mm. as the yeah. parkland men's basketball <laughs> coach back when you guys were were wearing the columbia blue for mm. centennial did you see anthony figure coach anthony figueroa in his future at all um i don't know if neither one of us saw it uh coach garrett and i did though um early on right when we got done with high school uh back then the head coach couldn't coach the um the AAU teams or the summer teams. Uh, so I think we were either one year or two year removed and he called us and asked us to come coach the younger guys. Um, and I think we had, oh, I can't remember who we all had, um, but a bunch of guys and he had us coaching. Um, he would tell us, you know, certain things and we pretty much did the rest. Um, and he saw it early and, and I didn't realize that until after coach passed that what he saw and, we, mm-hmm. and he was always like that. He always saw something different than us. That's again, again, next Tuesday, um, get out to Centennial. If you, if you have a chance, it'll be a great night, uh, two rivals going at it in a big halftime ceremony. Sonny, tell me about your family. Uh, family, uh, married, uh, with kids, uh, my wife, Christina, uh, my kids, Kiwan, Trey, Maya, uh, Kayla and Kimora. Uh, lovely kids. It is uh, comic, comical in my house. <laughs> Always stuff going on, but love my family to death. Now you have your two twins are the youngest. Yes. Is that right? And, yes, they uh, are eighth graders at Franklin right now. They'll be freshmen at uh, Centennial next year. So hopefully we got some future ball players in the works. That's great. Have they ever been called at the dean's <laughs> office? Uh, they better not be. I ain't got a call yet. <laughs> How do you like your uh, role at uh, at Edison now that you're an administrator? Uh, I love it. Uh, I just feel like I'm making um, more of an impact with, mm. with our students. Um, and any, anything I can do to help this community, that's what that's what I'm trying to do. So that's great. Uh, that's Sonny Walker, uh, again former Charger, uh, great, uh, who will uh, take part in the halftime ceremony for Coleman Caroline Gym uh, on Tuesday in uh, Champaign. Yes, I mean, and just kind of get our listeners. Just Jim mentioned it uh, at the top of the this segment, just what the Big Twelve was like back in the the early mid 90s and uh, I'm sure there were some intense rivalries intense moments not withstanding Centennial Central at all just what were those what were those moments like at all uh, when uh, you're going at it every every night it was a challenge with somebody whether it was a banner whether it was Danville um Bloomington was really good mm-hmm. um back then we still had Rantoul who was mm-hmm. really competitive mm-hmm. um all the Decatur schools um just tough it, night in and night out, man. So you just had to bring your A game. What was it like, too? Because, like you said earlier, technology is so pervasive in our society these days, and kids can just get on Twitter and they just know everyone before they play. And I know you you probably knew some of the guys on your yeah. team, but just kind of the the rivalries that you developed on the court just by playing against one another, I'm sure, just intensified over the yeah, years. Yeah, we didn't have the technology. We had to read <laughs> <laughs> read in the newspaper the next day. But uh, big rivalry with a banner. Shout out to Osh Knox and Rodney Smith and all those guys. Uh, really, really great friends with those guys now. Uh, the Danville guys, Turk Watson, Watson Darrell mm-hmm. Robinson, who's over there coaching right now, really, really good friend now. But we were competitors. Um, we got a chance to play with each other. Um, in the Prairie State games, which mm-hmm. kind of helped our friendship, but it was always a mutual respect because you know you had to respect somebody that was going to come right back at, at you. So, was there uh, anything a young Jim Rosso wrote that was bulletin board uh, material in the Centennial locker room? <laughs> Not that I can remember, <laughs> but I'm sure Anthony does. <laughs> Coleman always treated me nice. That was uh, yeah. that, in in all seriousness. Uh, again, how these coaches deal with the media does matter. Uh, you know, Absolutely. If, if you're open and you're honest and uh, you're accessible. And Coleman was all that. Yeah, yeah, great guy. We always heard good, good compliments mm. in the paper. <laughs> we ain't hear that in practice. <laughs> Coleman, you know, he wasn't the biggest guy, uh-uh. but uh-huh. he uh, had an intimidating side oh, to yeah. him, as uh, as you told me last week with some of the, the stories uh, yeah. about uh, maybe getting on you here and there. They're very intense. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, he he's gonna let you know. And even if you're doing what you're supposed to do, he's gonna <laughs> let you know. But, I mean, he just, you know, with that, he just really taught us how to have tough skin. So by the time I got to college, you couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, Everything was bouncing off me, and I just played. Uh, that's great. Those are some of the stories you'll hear next uh, Tuesday. Again, uh, join uh, Sonny and the folks uh, halftime of the Central Centennial game. We'll write about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to write about it maybe in Sunday or maybe this week. Sonny. Man, we enjoyed this. We got to do this again. Absolutely. Right? I appreciate you guys, man. It was fun. All right. That's Sonny Walker, former uh, Charger, uh, current Edison uh, Dean, all around good guy. 
Um, next up, we got some guests from uh, Unity High School coming up, so we'll be back uh, after these messages. You're listening to the U of I Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential Show on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Six twenty nine. UIR Army ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential every Monday night, six o'clock to seven o'clock, an hour of high school hoops. Can't think of anybody else who does that around here. Especially around here, right? Maybe not in the state. Thanks to Sonny Walker. I'm happy to be here, Jim. I'm gonna book Sonny Walker every week. That'd be fine. All right. I'll bring back a star of yesteryear. and uh, have them reminisce because I like that. That's kind of old school. I'm uh, Jim Rosso. Matt Daniels is with us. Now we, we welcome in more stars. This is a star-studded From show. From Champaign County. The the pride of uh, Tolono, the Unity Rockets. Yeah. Now we've got uh, please be joined by Unity Boys basketball coach Matt Reed, who brought two of his players in studio here, senior Blake Kimball, junior Austin Langendorf. Welcome, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks thanks for, thanks yeah, for, thanks for stopping by. So uh, we'll start off with Coach Reed. Uh, you guys are sixteen and six this season, having a really good season down in down in Tolono. Just kind of uh, give our listeners kind of a, a feel for for how it's gone for you and the Rockets so far this winter. Well, we we, we have had a good season. Uh, you know, we, we this summer uh, we we had a nice summer, and I think really uh, the, with the football season that we had, all the all the guys you know expected to win, and they came in expecting to win in basketball as well. And every guy that we had that is on the varsity team, we got thirteen guys on the team. Every one of them played football as well. Uh, so I think that winning just kind of kept over, and you know we 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 really turned a corner last year. We were lucky to have that COVID season. About the last five games, six games of last year, we were right with every one of those teams. So it's really been uh, you know something in the making here, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, coach, as the the boys basketball coach at Unity, were you okay with Scott Hamilton and the football team going on a run, knowing that would limit some of your guys in the early weeks of practice? I'm sure the guys didn't miss working out early for basketball. Well, yeah, well, those are the two, those are two weeks of practice. You can't get back <laughs> as a coach, but I mean, these are these are my guys too. I mean, we share the athletes at a school of our size. We have to have everybody play all the sports, and I mean. I, I I love watching these guys. I mean, I, I go, went to every one of the home football games, uh, and it's 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 just mm. fun to watch them. Coach, uh, we were just talking about really cool gyms in the area. I've had some kids play at Central Combs Gym ranks high with me, but the Rocket Center uh, definitely uh, one of the coolest gyms. How fun is it to have that at your disposal? Yeah, it's a it's a great gym uh, when it's packed. Uh, a lot of the old school Unity people would tell you they like to play in the high school because it is cavernous. I mean, it's big, mm-hmm. and uh, when 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 Bloomington Central Catholic played Gibson City in that sectional mm-hmm. final would have been when these guys were when Blake was a freshman. Mm-hmm. You couldn't move in there. I mean, there's 2,100 people in there. I think since I've been a coach here twice, we've had it. We played St. Joe once. We were 11 and one. Right after Trimble, mm-hmm. it's really fun. A lot of times it's not packed. Mm. You know, it's it's big, but it's it's a very nice. It's a great facility. Mm-hmm. Tell me real quick. Uh, you met Sonny going out, and uh, you related a centennial uh, story that you were involved in. Well, the best team that I had at Springfield High, uh, we were. That that was they had won the state the year before with Ravante, and the next year they had they were undefeated, and we went and played them in the second round, and nobody really knew about us, and uh, we were ahead at halftime, uh, and uh, this is how arrogant it is, stupid on my part. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I mean, coach, they, they laugh. I wasn't gonna play my four corners. I thought we could have beat them if we were just gonna kept playing four corners. I was gonna save it. So of course, uh, game went to overtime, and in the overtime, Ravante got the ball with about eight seconds and just backed us down, backed us down, backed us down. We lost. Yeah, he's done yeah. that to other yeah. people too. <laughs> right, so it's, it's coaching. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Blake, uh, obviously, you and Austin were were such huge parts of of the football team at Unity this past fall that, that reached the Class Three A state title game and. Uh, finished second in state and went on just a memorable playoff run with four playoff games at home. But Blake, this question is to you, I guess. I remember talking to you once during during football practice. You said you were still going in and getting shots up at, at 6.30. So how did you kind of approach preparing for basketball season this year while also still dealing with uh, with football season going on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a quick turnaround, and uh, I knew I had to stay, keep the shot fresh. And so I knew it was going to be a quick turnaround, like I said. So just getting get there in the morning, getting shots up. It really helped for the quick turnaround and just keep the confidence up mostly. And I just, a lot of the shooting aspect is confidence and 
seeing the ball going in practice is going to relate to the game. So that really helped me. Now, Coach Reed, did you have any worries at all just kind of getting guys back in, in basketball shape and getting their handles back and just knowing what it's like to play basketball again when they're, you know, a hard-hitting sport like football at all? Well, I didn't really have any worries because we only had two days to practice. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but no, we, this is the first time, you know, we have a lot of guys who are basketball, if it's not their number one sport, it might be 1A. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would have, since September, two times, two, two mornings a week, every week for 12 weeks, we shot. And, uh, I mean, it showed. I mean, we came out the first game against Bismarck, and we've made a lot of shots. Uh, and in the past, we wouldn't have, like, all the – I mean, like this year we had all the guys coming to that before school. Yeah. Uh, so that really helped. A lot of guys bought in. Yeah, and, and Austin, for, for you, outside linebacker on the football field, post player for the Rockets on the basketball court, how do you get that physicality – on from football to basketball, so you don't you know get five fouls in the first huh. quarter at all. Have you watched him? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really change that much for me from football to basketball. I still play the same physicality. Gotcha. Just uh, Austin, what do you think's kind of been key for you guys in, in this run? Like Coach Reed said, you guys got off to a really good start, and, and you picked up some big wins uh, over this week when Prairie Central Friday night at home, and then uh, Moroa Forsyth on Saturday. Just what's what's it been like just having this success in basketball too? I think it all started off with like we all of us as a team we're all like friends and it just revolves around practice we all joke around and stuff gotcha now obviously coach reed blake uh, did what he did on the football field as a quarterback how nice is it kind of having that component the the guy that you know his teammates can look to his leader you know you can coach him as hard as you need to at all and, and he won't back down just what's that what's that aspect like at all well i mean blake is a, this is his fourth year to play for me he, he played in a few games as a freshman uh you know he we're we're gonna really miss him, and we'll miss Trustin as well, our mm -hmm. other senior. Uh, we only have two seniors on the team, so uh, it, it, I guess what the neatest thing for me is that Blake has put in so much time into the program, and really didn't get to see any fruits of that until this season. He did personally, mm -hmm. but now he gets to be part of a winning basketball program as well. And as we continue on, and we you know we hopefully have success here in the future. You know, he's going to be a major part of that, and he can be really proud that he was on the team that, that kind of got us going in the right direction. 636 uh, UI Army ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. We're here with the Unity Rockets. Um, Blake, uh, I mentioned Brian Cardinal. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, Unity, great. He's the best <laughs> to ever do it at Unity. Um, everybody looks up to him. He's the best to ever do it come through Unity, so, yeah, he's a role model. Now, uh, this is an old-school segment of the show anyway, <laughs> so he was playing when I was covering sports way back in the early 90s, right? I was in elementary school. Then. Why Why you say that, Matt? Just, I, just want to, I just want our listeners to have a good reference. Um, These guys weren't even thoughts in their parents' <laughs> mind. If you, their parents were even together. Couple, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> couple stats, Austin, you can take a crack at this too. A couple stats that, you know, um, Brian never lost to Illinois as a player at Purdue, right? And that was always the theory that he got passed over by the Illini. And that, do you know he was a really, really good NBA player too? <laughs> That's pretty much basically all that I know. <laughs> His NBA career and down at you know uh, It's weird. Rod, uh, Rod Cardinal's calling into the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who on the current Rockets most plays like Brian did? Uh, feisty is the best maybe the, the description that I use when, when uh, talking about his career. I'd probably want to say Trustin Price. Okay. What, what about Trustin makes him so um, feisty? He was always on the ground going for loose balls, even if there's someone in front of that loose ball. Coach, what's it like for you? I know you uh, had your time at, at Springfield High coaching the Senators. Coming here, what did you know uh, about Unity basketball and uh, maybe besides anything besides Brian Cardinal and, and Tolono? And what's it been like for you to kind of see the growth of the program here? What, in your fifth season now with the Rockets? It's six. Six, wow. It's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, I really didn't know much. You know, we we uh, you know we had an opportunity to come over here. My wife's sister lives in Savoy, mm -hmm. and we knew that was the only time we could have moved our family. My my girls were seventh and fifth grade, so you, we really didn't want to move them when they were in high school. Um, I I knew the football was really good here, but I'd never seen them play basketball. Mm -hmm. I, I made a couple phone calls. I talked to Jared Brown, one of the old coaches. Mm -hmm. I talked to uh, uh, Ty Pence's dad, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I talked to Coach Hamilton and met with him a couple times, and uh, it's been a great move for us uh, from a from a family standpoint, uh, and then from a coaching standpoint. 
you know, here I, I'm really involved with the kids in all their different sports. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys know that I got their back and everything. At Springfield, it's, it's a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot bigger town. Yeah. Uh, you know, here when people see a Casey's, they, they want to ask you mm-hmm. uh, about the team. Whereas at Springfield, you just kind of did your own thing. And, and uh, it's just a lot bigger town. But uh, I, I've it's been a great, uh, really, it's been a great move for our family uh, and myself personally. Your daughter, Maddie, senior sharpshooter for the Unity Girls basketball team, high school confidential mm-hmm. correspondent for the News Gazette. She was here last week, picked up her uh, UI Army ROTC Athlete of the Week. This question's for Blake. Uh, who wins in a, either a three-point shooting competition or a horse competition between you, Blake, and Coach Reed's daughter, Maddie? Oh. Oh. You um, want me to answer it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go. I'll, I'll let Blake answer it first, and then you can answer it. I think it, it'd be Coach. pretty close. She's a really good shooter. I have a lot of confidence in my shot. I think it'd be pretty close. I, I I think Blake would win that. I really do. I mean, I I think I think Blake would win most of these. Uh, he, he's, he's pretty good shooter. Maddie's playing softball at Parkland. Yeah, Come exactly. on, that's, that's uh, well, that's a different. I mean, I I mean. That's maybe a little bit different, but I mean, but these guys always and they, they get after each other. The guys and the girls, they say, "Well, you guys play in front of two hundred foot fences, you know." They, they, <laughs> constantly, the guys yeah. and the girls argue always. about who's going to hit more bombs. All this yep. stuff, it's a yep. constant thing. Yep. Every time I go down to Unity uh, for my kids' uh, mm-hmm. events, though, it's it's neat to see a school embrace all the sports uh, at all yeah. the levels and the school spirit. Is my my wife's a small town girl, right? She loves. The school spirit. Yeah, I mean, I, I covered four of their football playoff games on the run to uh, to DeKalb, and then I haven't talked to Scott Hamilton since they lost the state title game, although I think he partly blames me because I wasn't in Husky mm. Stadium that day. Sorry, Scott. Uh, but I remember going to the state semifinal game against Mount Carmel, and I showed up there an hour before kickoff, and I had to park out near the trees right at the entrance to the school. So I guess, Blake, what's it like for you just knowing – uh, what you guys do, whether it's underneath the Friday night lights or underneath, uh, you know, a, a Friday night in the winter front of the basketball court, you've got kind of the whole backing, not only the school, but all five communities that feed into unity at all. Yeah, that's the best part. Um, small town community, like you said, um, it's, it's really, sorry, it's really great to have them. They, they come support every event, no matter what we're doing. Um, it's really great. Everybody knows everybody and go talk to people after the games, after Wednesday and losses. Um, they're awesome. We couldn't do it without them. Well, Coach, uh, you've got your scheduled, I believe, to play tomorrow night against Pontiac. You get making the trip to Pontiac. Is, right. is that yep. still game yep. still on as of right yep. now, even though the, the snow yep. apocalypse is, hope so. hasn't, hasn't yep. hit yet at all? Right. February, though, we've got two weeks left in the regular season. You guys have quite the quite the schedule coming up here. Uh, Pontiac, Chillicothe comes to town Friday night. You've got the, the Atlanta Perry Sangamo Challenge on Saturday over at Moreau Forsyth. Then you still got St. Joe and Monticello on the schedule is – from a coaching perspective, is, is that okay though to get your guys kind of battle tested before the postseason arrives? Well, no question. I mean, we're 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 going to have to play those teams in the regional, uh, and if you're going to have any success, you know, we're we're going to turn right around and play one of them again. I mean, our our subsectional is loaded. I mean, you have Monticello, Iroquois West, Prairie Central, us, mm-hmm. St. Joe. I mean, you just. I mean, there's. I mean, I, and that's not to mention Bismarck, who's going to win twenty plus. Oakwood, who's going to win twenty plus. Uh, so it, it, we want to play these good teams at this time of the year. Uh, and, you know, our guys have put themselves in a position where they can still be, uh, you know, a major player in the conference. As we sit at four and two, you know, a game back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, you're going to Pontiac tomorrow, they're three and two, I think, or they've only lost two games. And I mean, uh, they've, they've got some really nice young kids. They've got a really nice post and, uh, you know, they beat central Catholic a few weeks ago. So. Austin, are you guys glad uh, that the state finals A are back here in Champaign? Did you know it was back in Champaign? <laughs> yeah, it, it was way back in the 90s. We're going to, again, way back in yesteryear, the finals used to be here in Champaign. It left after the 95, 95 was the last season, one. went to Peoria, but now back this year for the first time. Should have been last year, but it got canceled. As a player, uh, how cool would it be to get a chance to play at the State Farm Center? I feel like it'd be a great experience, and everybody is demoted and motivated to actually play in front of everybody around the area. Awesome. What was it like for you to get out there for the state title game in football, knowing you know this is the highest of highs, and, and how do you think that can help translate during basketball, knowing you guys want to kind of go on another deep playoff run at all? Uh, the experience of making it all the way that far, just 
kept pushing me to just keep going as hard as I can. Coach, we'd be remiss too not to to mention another uh, one of your players too, especially over this past weekend, Henry Thomas, a sophomore guard for you guys. Really came alive in the second half of both your wins against Prairie Central and Monroe Forsyth. Uh, is it coaching? Is it? It's not coaching. <laughs> no, it's not that. Uh, what's it? What's it like just having a player like Henry as a sophomore really kind of show off his game like he has uh, this yeah, season? Over? I mean, Henry's been solid all season. He's you know he's been consistent all season. Uh, you know I've said this before when I when I took the job here, uh, Coach Ipson and Coach Ennis both had kind of said you know this this sixth grade group that's what they were at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is the group that we're looking forward to. I think they're actually in the fifth grade. I'm wrong on that, but um, you know Henry and there we have a really deep group of of sophomores. And you know his brother played very well the other night. We've had you know Jay Saunders has played well for us, and Aiden Porter. I mean, I could keep going with these sophomores that have helped out on the varsity as well. Uh, but you know Henry Henry can score in a variety of ways. He can shoot threes. He can get to the basket, and he really he's got excellent body control, and he he doesn't let things bother him. He's he's pretty unflappable. I got one final question for you guys before you guys uh, head back down south on on Route 45. And again, thanks for making the trip up here to Champaign. This goes to Blake. We wrote about uh, Unity Wrestling in, in Sunday's News Gazette. They've got quite the the program there that Coach Logan Patton's built up. Blake, I know you're teammates with a lot of these guys on football. Is there bragging rights, though, between the basketball team and the wrestling team to see who can make a further run in the postseason this, um, this month, next month at all? To be honest, yeah. I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think there is a, between the kids. Um, like I said, in football, everybody everybody was motivated to do better than someone else, but in a team aspect. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, we're always competing to see who's a better program, and especially now that we're doing a lot better and they're doing well, it's, it's really competitive between the two groups. All right, well, it's the lowdown, all the 411 on Unity Rockets boys basketball. Coach Matt Reed, senior Blake Kimball, junior Austin Langendorf, thanks for stopping by. We'll be monitoring your progress the rest of the season, and Jim is now going to take control of the microphone. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Okay, Thanks, Rockets, for uh, stopping by. We'll see you tomorrow. When's your next home game so fans can come cheer you guys on? Friday night against IVC. Oh, I like that. All right, Rocket Center. Go check it out if you you want to watch balls. It's a great venue. Yeah, it's very cool. Yes. All right, we'll be back after this break. This week's Fighting Illini Army ROTC High School Prep Basketball Confidential continues now on News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. 6.48, Jim Rosso, Matt Daniels, Dave Leak, Mr. Decatur we call Dave Leak. UI Army ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. Still dancing <laughs> to the music is Dave Leak. He's running ragged because we're we're calling last second audibles. Now he knows what it's like to be in the newsroom. <laughs> well, you know, we're getting to the political part of the the year, so we, we need balanced coverage, right? So yeah. we had Sonny Walker Centennial. And I said we need Central. Yeah. And what was supposed to be a big night tomorrow night for the Central Maroons uh, is a casualty of the doggone weather. How about that? The IBCA was uh, gonna come by and uh, reward them uh, for their many, many victories. Yeah, and, and one of the cool things, too, over at uh, Combs Gym, and, and you see this after every Champaign Central win, and um, I've been there after some big wins against Centennial, some regional titles, things like that, is they always, do they have a ladder gym, or they just kind of... Mm-hmm. No, it's a ladder. ladder, and they yeah. climb up, and they move, uh, I don't know how to describe it, they just they flip over a number and add yeah. to the, the win total, the impressive win total that uh, the Marines have accumulated over the years. We're happy to have with us Lacante Nix, uh, first-year varsity head coach of the Maroons. Lacante, thank you for joining us on Prep Basketball Confidential. How y'all doing? I'm doing great. Tell me about what was supposed to happen tomorrow night that might not happen. Yeah, so we got a call from the IBCA a couple months ago, and they wanted to, uh, I mean, they're, they're rewarding schools around the state, Illinois high schools that have over 1,500 victories. And I think we sit at 1,759 now. It's going to come by and present us to black, and we'll have a bunch of the alumni back. Coach Kabuti was going to be back since so he, he has more wins than anybody in central history as the head basketball coach. So we have to postpone it. And I think we're going to get it done February 11th now. All right. Well, that's good. That's a, a great history, and I'm glad that, that can be happening. Uh, next Tuesday, we had Sonny Walker on earlier in the show, LaConte, to good talk about – uh, Coleman Caradine night, uh, yeah, and that, <laughs> that will involve. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Central Maroons happen to be the guests that night. Are you? Is that? How do you look at that night uh, honoring Coach Caradine? 
I, I mean, that's awesome. I love because when Kobe Caradon was a mentor of mine when I played, and I used to go over there and play in the summertime. And when he used to open up the gym for everybody, he was just you know he's a he's a champagne legend. He coached with Lee, with Coach Kabuti as well. So mm-hmm. it'd be awesome. It'd be glad to be a part of. It. I'm glad we get to witness it, and our kids get to learn a little more history about champagne basketball. So it's good. Coach, what's it been like for you and, and the team this year? I know it's kind of been a struggle on the court at all, but obviously you guys dealt with uh, you know COVID pause before yeah. the season, and obviously the weather now throwing some some wrinkles into the schedule. Just how would you kind of assess where you guys are at going into February at all? Oh, we're getting better and better. The kids work hard every day. You know, what I mean, we don't let the we, we always say, man, we don't let the game of basketball define who we are as as men. So it's going well. They're 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 engaged. They're working their butts off, and we'll see what happens. We're looking to be play play Cinderella. And it's coming up tournament. Coach Nixon, his first year at uh, Maroons, a long time uh, coach of many sports. You Is there are... a sport you don't coach, Lacante? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, a short. It's probably going to shorten up here pretty soon. <laughs> Uh, a big proponent of uh, kids playing multiple sports uh, as oh, well. Oh, you think that's? I think I, I think it's huge. A well-rounded athlete is good. I know a lot of college coaches when when they recruit they want multiple sport athletes. And I know a, a kid named Arch Manning that's down Louisiana is probably one of the best basketball players in the nation. Is like the number one player in football too. So, you know what I mean? So I think I think multiple sports is always the way to go. And then I, I, I think it's it helps kids be more well-rounded and prepares them for life more. They're able to deal with different situations, different people. Hey, again, I appreciate you joining us. One more thing before uh, we let you go. Uh, tell me about you having your kids go out in the community, different schools, uh, reading to the kids, and uh, you got uh, something special coming up on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's a, you know, it's a big big thing for me. I mean, I went to all Champaign. I went to school here at the elementary school, so I wanted my kids to get back to the elementary schools they went to. So we went read at every elementary school in our district. Hmm. And it, it was it was well received, and the kids, the, my boys loved it more than the elementary school kids did. So they look forward to going and meeting kids and being mentors, and so it's a good thing. It's about you know it's about giving back. And, and on, thurs- yeah, on Thursday, night, mm-hmm. if, if Thursday night happens, we're gonna um, take our Champagne Police Department out for dinner on on Thursday evening at Papa Dale's. So hopefully that can happen. And um, just, you know, appreciation is for our kids can have some conversations. Like I always talk about having tough conversations, asking questions, and building relationships. So, and I think it's, it's a good thing to start, and we're going to start doing that yearly as well. So we're looking forward to meeting some of our Champaign police officers. They do such a good job for us, protecting us, and they need to know they're appreciated. They don't hear enough. All right, that's great. Lacante, hey, one more thing before we let you go. Tell me, Combs yep. Gym is like the best in the area, right? <laughs> There's no one, nothing not like close. it. Not- it's not even close. It's by far number one gym in the area. Lacante right. too, and we mentioned this at the top. Just the uh, the special project we're uh, undertaking ahead of the boys basketball state tournament, where we're having every school in the state reach out to us with uh, information about all time lean score, uh, winning right. as coach, photos of the gym right. and jerseys and stuff. Lacante was, I believe, the first area coach to to hit me up with that. So uh, much appreciation for that, Lacante, and others have followed suit no since then. So thanks again for yeah, everything you do, awesome. Lacante. Illinois high school basketball is the best around. So. I think it's the best state. I think it's the best basketball state in the country. So, all right. When do the, when do the Maroons have a next home game where we can come out and see you? February 11th. That's that. That's that our last senior night, and we're gonna get that plaque from the IBCA, and we're gonna celebrate a bunch of wins, get a lot of alumni, in, and send our seniors off with a bang. So, looking That's forward great. to it. Hey, Coach Nix, appreciate you joining us on Prep Basketball Confidential. Um, uh, good luck the rest of the week, and uh, we'll see you around. I appreciate you guys. Right. You can come shovel me out in a couple of days. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Take Coach. Care, Appreciate you guys. Thanks, thanks Coach. That's Lacante Nix. Uh, you ask him what his favorite sport was in high school, and it's a tough answer because he was pretty good at a lot of things. Yeah, he was. And then uh, obviously he's uh, taken on a huge mentorship role over at Central and in a variety of sports. I mean, I'm, I was half joking when I asked him what sport he doesn't coach, but I mean, you see him everywhere, whether mm-hmm. it's on a Friday night football game or on the sidelines in the winter at a basketball game or heck even him in the dugout with uh, with coach Staub and, and the Maroons baseball program too so just a just a good guy for the community and, and one that's always willing to, to help out no matter what we ask again about that whole fairness thing we better get Osh Knox on next <laughs> week uh, unless Dave Lee can uh, reach him at the barbershop here real quick uh, tonight former uh, Urbana star who is the contemporary of uh, Lacanti and uh, Sonny Walker? This is memory lane. Yeah, this has been Matt fun. Daniels. I like it. I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it was great too, just to hear some of the the tales of uh, yesteryear from Sonny Walker and, and the heated rivalries. And I just wanted him to kind of 
give some tidbits on on what a young Jim Rosso was like in the <laughs> News Gazette. Had hair back then. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it, and he was right. Kids, you know, kids today they still follow us here mm-hmm. at the News Gazette. Oh, yeah. They just follow us in a different way. Mm-hmm. They follow us on Snapchat and Instagram and on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and online more so than picking up the physical. Uh, print paper, but in Sonny's day and in uh, Lacanti's day, you picked up the print paper for the high school coverage that we still deliver today. Exactly, and, and it's still pretty cool too. Uh, you know, if you go to Danville High School or if you go to a lot of high schools in, in the area too, they've got they still have the physical copies of, of mm-hmm. the paper and, and even recent copies of it too, and, and that's really cool to see too that. You know, it it rewards me, and I think it rewards my staff too. Just knowing all the the long hours and, and the weekends we work is is you know kind of felt by by members of the community mm-hmm. too. And uh, just having some of those those Unity uh, boys basketball players in here tonight. I mean, some of their best moments of high school happened in, in the fall with their their run to the uh, state football championship game. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just a cool moment. I mean, high school sports are just so so pure and, and just bring out such intensity and passion and, and just a huge whole community feeling that they have. And it's just it's just cool to see. Uh, we will continue to pour uh, big time resources into covering uh, the high school sports. That's something we're devoted to. And if you pick up a print edition at any time, you'll you'll know that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's the time now for our our athlete of the week. Are you we getting nervous to... that we're running out of time, Matt? I, I You're giving me the so. fidgety look. I, I, a little bit. I mean, I got. Dave here counting down numbers and stuff and you rattling <laughs> off with impromptu phone calls and things like that. So. Each week we uh, <laughs> name a, a UIROTC Athlete of the Week and we hinted at this uh, earlier that she was from the county. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and spill the beans, Matt Daniels. Yeah, uh, she, hopefully folks uh, know the name by now. Uh, Kayla Corner, uh, senior on the Muhammad Seymour girls basketball team is our choice as Athlete of the Week this week. Uh, she made it in the print paper on Saturday as our Athlete of the Week. Uh, she's a huge part of why Muhammad Seymour, who's actually in Champaign tonight, they're playing over Centennial Varsity, is supposed to tip off in about a half hour or so. She's a huge reason why the Bulldogs are having one of their best seasons and in, in possibly in, in program history. They're sitting at 22-4 and four going into tonight. Uh, she's a senior guard, kind of a spark plug on defense. She's, she's led them in scoring each of the last three games, dropped 23 points on Saturday in a big win against Effingham, made four three-pointers as well. And basketball is probably not even her best sport. Right. Uh, she's a standout girl soccer player, already signed to, to play with Southeast Missouri State in, in college. So big things in the future for Kayla Corner. And uh, this is just another kind of uh, tip in her hat for, for the uh, you know award-winning high school career that she's had. All right. Congratulations to Kayla and the Bulldogs. She'll visit uh, the News Gazette uh, a week from Wednesday and receive that cool engraved plaque from the UIR of TC. And we'll, uh, we'll run her uh, ad in the paper as well. Muhammad, like uh, some of our schools, has a powerhouse girls program in uh, in many sports. Yeah, I mean, volleyball, what Sam Bergman's been able to do over there since he's taken over the Bulldogs. Girls soccer, it's just it's an impressive uh, streak of, of success that, that they've been able to establish. And it's really cool, too, with girls basketball this year. Garrett Risley's only in his second year of coaching, a, a Muhammad Seymour grad as well. Uh, and, and they've got a, a boatload of players over there and, and trying to make a run in, in Class 3A. They haven't won a regional since 2005, and this year's team has got another shot at doing it. They're, the school record for wins is, is 25. They're at 22 now. They've got five regular season games left this season and the postseason, so uh, looking for big uh, big special things over there in Muhammad. All right, Matt Daniels, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Dave Leak, uh, this uh, edition of Old School uh, UI Army ROTC Prep Basketball Confidential. Colin Likas He'll bring the new school back. Return us to next week. Thank you for joining us. We will hear from you next Monday. Off to Brad Underwood.